baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Oh, that tier one tour bus is purring like a kitten, like a kitten at the man. start of the tour. And yeah. joining us right now as we begin in the NL East with the Miami Marlins playoff team from one year. We go straight to the source. Our good friend, the manager of the Marlins, Skip Schumacher, is back with us here on 97.3 The Fan. Before we look ahead at the season, Skip, first of all, how are you doing? How is the offseason treating you? Hey, guys. Yeah, no, I'm great. Uh, just catching up on family time. My son he made the varsity team for nice. Santa Margarita High School, so he'll be starting there uh, next weekend. So I'll get a varsity game in um, before I head out. And then my daughter's eighth grade and playing the, doing the travel soccer, so things are good. That's awesome, man. And and we haven't talked to you on the air since August. We've texted a little bit, but obviously congrats on the uh, Manager of the Year Award. Uh, picked that up, what was that, last week when you went? I saw you guys all dapper and, and going to, to make your speech and all that. And I uh, just wanted to wish you congratulations on that. And now you have to go out and do it again. That's the fun part. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, uh, thank you for that. Um, you know, it's a, it's an organization award, staff award. You know, I, I, I guess I was driving the bus, but, um, had a, you know, a lot of good staff members around me to help me out and cover my blind spots, which I needed, uh, especially being a rookie manager. And, uh, hopefully we can get back to the playoffs this year. What do you think for you? You know, you talk about blind spots and it's something that all sports radio hosts and all fans of a team, we're very quick to point out managers' blind spots, but it's rare to get a manager on the phone to say, yeah, this is what maybe I, I struggle with. For you, looking back on the season, what did you think maybe was was like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm glad so-and-so was there to pick me up? Well, I was really happy that Rod Barajas and uh, Luis Ureta, my bench coach, were there with me. Um, you know, I needed a strong Latin influence that I could trust next to me. Um, I don't know Spanish. Uh, we had a lot of Latin guys on our team, and I needed my message to be uh, hit home with a lot of these players and not someone else push their own agenda. And uh, when you have alignment like that um, with Spanish, American, whoever's coming in, um, I, I think uh, you know that's the best way to go about things. That's I, awesome. I'm paying for a Duolingo subscription if you want to <laughs> if you want to just jump on my account and start send learning you the, the password. Yeah, <laughs> to jump in there, fresh 120 a year for uh, that. Speaking of manager of the year, I just wanted to ask: Padres hired the 2019 manager of the year in the National League from the St. Louis Cardinals. Mike Schilt is their new manager. Now he was in the organization when you were there as a minor league skipper but how how well did you did you know Shilty and just any thoughts you've got on the new skipper for the Padres yeah I, I did a couple rehab assignments unfortunately uh in double a when Schilt was the manager there um Mike is super uh disciplined he knows the game really extremely well uh is gonna hit home uh with the fundamentals every single day I don't think he misses anything as far as you know, on game situations, nothing's going to, you know, uh, speed up on him. Um, I think guys are going to really like him. And, and, um, and I, I don't think, um, um, I, I think they got it right as far as the hire. And, and I'm hoping, um, 
you know, he, he does really well in that clubhouse and in that city because, you know, I love San Diego and, and they deserve a, you know, a, a championship. I just hope it's not this year. I hope it's the Marlins going at it, but Schilte is, uh, Schilte is, Schilte is awesome. Well, and, and we're talking to Skip Schumacher here, manager of the, uh, the Miami Marlins on Ben and Woods. And, you know, it, it, it's funny because that's the, the job of, of the manager is to, to take the team that, that he was given and go out and, and get the best he can from them. And that's exactly what you did last year. But, you know, by all accounts, I mean, we've lost a lot of players here. Looks like, you know, Jorge Soler, uh, who was a, a big force for you guys. So now you got to find a way to to replace him. Now you got to find a way to get the most out of it. And I know there's some guys that you acquired at the deadline that are going to be there. What are you... I don't want to say most nervous about, but what is the what are you looking at? Going all right, this is where we really need to focus on uh, for the Miami Marlins. Yeah, I think it's always dangerous in my seat to look outside the organization and try to think of different players you can bring in to make your sure. team better. Because then you're not focusing on how you're getting your own guys better. Um, my focus right now, and our staff's focus right now, is to figure out how to get our guys better and. Um, to have them get career years under the belt this year, whether it's Nick Portez, uh, you know, taking the next step. It's, um, you know, Yuri Perez, Trevor Rogers, what is Tanner Scott going to have another repeat year? And then, you know, Soler was a big leader in that clubhouse. Same with Guriel, you know, who's going to provide that veteran leadership um, and hoping it's Josh Bell. Um, he was great for us when he was acquired last year. But uh, I think the the biggest hurdle for me, because the players control that clubhouse, and they're the, uh, you know, we try to figure out what the pulse of that clubhouse is. And if we don't have veteran leadership in there, um, then you're, you know, kind of guessing uh, on what's going on in there. And, uh, and I'm hoping Josh, and I think he is uh, going to, you know, lead our guys again. Skip, one thing uh, the Marlins do have, uh, even with uh, Sa- Sandy Alcantara out for the season after Tommy John surgery, is some some pitching depth. Yeah. And and I'd imagine that you're looking at that as, as one of the strengths of your team going into the, the 2024 season. I mean, it's not like you, you didn't have Sandy necessarily healthy last year either. Now you know he's going to be out. How does that kind of uh, inform your uh, your pitching kind of decisions going into this year? Yeah, you know, Sandy didn't have the year that he's used to having last year. Um, however, I will say that he provided innings. Uh, you could sign up for six or seven innings every single outing, which helped the next day. Uh, our bullpen, our bullpen usage, uh, the next starter didn't feel like he had to provide seven innings because Sandy only went two. Sandy was posting. Um, last year, I was really excited to see Trevor Rogers. He gave us a little over 25 innings last year. Um, so I'm gonna, he was an all-star the year before. So I, I want to see what Trevor looks like. He's, uh, fired up a lot of motivation to come back and, and prove people wrong, which is always dangerous, you know, a, a good thing and a dangerous thing for other teams when you have an all-star pitcher who missed the majority of the year last year, um, to come back and, and ready to go. So, um, we do have pitching depth. I'm excited about it. Um, we were not uh, great offensively as far as the rankings are concerned. So, you know, trying to figure out how we can score more runs and be better on the base passes is, is the goal. And uh, we're talking to Skip Schumacher here on Ben and Woods this morning. I love uh, Jake Berger. I just I loved him when he was in Chicago. Uh, he came over to to Miami last year, provided a spark for you guys. He's uh, he's kind of old school, you know, got that kind of old school look to him. Like guys, I grew up watching in the eighties. I'm like, he would have fit in great with the White Sox <laughs> of the eighties. What has he brought to your team, and and do you expect big things from him this year? 
I do. Middle of the order bat, you know, uh, we got at the deadline and anybody who has a mustache is dangerous. 100%. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, 100%. The confidence with someone who has a mustache, I just, I'm all in on. Um, and he pulls it off. So, uh, yeah, middle of the order bat with the stash, sign me up. Um, but he's a young power hitter, um, in the game that, um, is just becoming a really good hitter. It's not just power. He's using the whole field. He's understanding game plans. And, um, and when we acquired him, he really took off and uh, became a, a complete hitter. So, yeah, excited to see what he's going to provide, you know, playing every single day this year. All right, and i got to ask you about your assistant GM who has discovered TikTok and uh, is put out a new <laughs> one yesterday. Now, how many dietary and nutritional plans, maybe workout plans, has he texted you the offseason? Of course, I'm talking about Gabe Kapler. He he just he fascinates me to no end. I, I've poked around on his website before. It's the ramblings uh, of... Of I don't want to say a crazy person, but he's got some ideas about bullpen management that I read one time, and I went, I mean, maybe it's genius, maybe it's crazy. What a uh, what an interesting cat he is, and you got what are you guys just gonna be push up contests at spring training? Like this is gonna be insane, both of you guys on the same field. Well, the the one thing I, I have in common with Gabe is is we both believe that comfort is death. So if you just go about it the same way all the time, then you're not gonna grow. And yeah, there might be some crazy ideas, but why not throw them out there and see if they work? And if they don't, they're crazy. That's okay. But why not just try it and see what happens, especially in the minor leagues and trying to develop guys and seeing, you know, what different things work because, you know, five, 10 years ago, we didn't have rap Soto and Trackman was just kind of coming along and, you know, certain hitting techniques and technology. So that was crazy 10, 15 years ago. Now it's like a standard. Yeah. So I think, you know, him just thinking outside the box, just, you know, you kind of question yourself and how you do things. And, um, and I think he provides that and Gabe's a good guy. I mean, he is, uh, it, there's some stuff on, I get it on TikTok and it's stuff so that'll make you though. laugh. It's so good. Yeah. It, but, uh, but you get him, you know, in a room full of guys and just talk about different scenarios and situations. The, the guy's smart and, uh, and he challenges you. And, and I love that. Speaking of crazy ideas, I've got one that, that I've been thinking about for a while that I think you'd actually like, but I've never understood. So you're the Miami Marlins, and you spend all summer in Florida. The Arizona Diamondbacks, they spend all summer in Phoenix. Why not flip it, and you trade, and you do spring training in Arizona, and they do spring training in Florida just to mix it up, and you guys get to come out to Scottsdale for the next six weeks. He's uh, our own Gabe Kapler here. Uh, ben is. Our I Gabe think that Kapler. makes a lot of sense. Uh, would you it's be on, Would you be on board idea. with the uh, the old swap with the Diamondbacks? Well, I do love Arizona spring training. I will say that <laughs> everyone I mean, loves Arizona travel, spring training. That's you don't you, can, you don't have to be political here. Everyone I've ever talked to in baseball always says. Arizona spring training is better than Florida spring Far training. Superior. It, it really is. You know, I spent a lot of years, obviously, in St. Louis and doing the whole West Palm Beach. And West Palm Beach, by the way, is not bad either. Um, but no, no, it's not anything bad traded, about the locales, but it's the travel yeah, yeah, yeah. and everything that they say is so much better in Arizona. You're exactly right. It's, just, it's the travel. The travel is second to none. Uh, and you get in all, a lot of the ballparks in Arizona have been redone as well, which uh, Florida is just starting to do and accomplish, but it's not done where there's some beautiful ballparks in Arizona and a lot of fun to play at. 
Yeah, he's our own. But game I'm not captain. switching. Yeah, he's not switching. I mean, it's, it doesn't make any sense at all. It's just, it's just well, bad idea. Ben. Like one of Cap- idea. one of Kapler's ideas that I absolutely, I was like, maybe he's genius. I came in, I told Ben about it the next day. So let's say uh, you call on a reliever and he throws his limit and he's not going to pitch the next day. Like let the guy stay home. And I go, hmm. Like he gets to stay home, refresh, be with his family. He doesn't need to be at the ballpark. He's not going to throw. There's no circumstance in which he's going to throw. Let the guy stay home. And I went. He's crazy. And then I said, or maybe he's genius. I can't tell. But like this was an idea he posted on his website. Now, he didn't do it with the Giants, obviously. I, what, why, why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? If I throw Other my players limit, would be jealous, would they right? Be je- they'd be jealous, I guess. Yeah. I, I mean, there's some you know ideas like that. Uh, I, I mean, I don't have to agree with every one of them. <laughs> so uh, that would... <laughs> That would not be one that I would agree with. I just believe in team and, and, and chemistry. And if someone is seeing something and, uh, you know, I just I just believe in leadership and, and what a team really means. And I think, you know, you see it in a lot of showcase baseball now, guys flying in and flying out on the weekend. I yeah. don't think that is shows any sort of uh, teamwork or team chemistry or what a team's all about. So, again, I there's some great things. And then, I, you know, that's – I'm not, I'm not. I don't think that one for me. Uh, my team would, would work. I've got one more baseball question before you, for, before you go, Skip. What's the ceiling for Jazz Chisholm? I mean, you know, he's obviously been really, really good so far. But how good do you think he can really be if things totally come together for him? If Jazz plays every single day and he's got a post and stay healthy. I don't want to put a number on it, but it's a 30-30 year. I mean, there's no doubt it's a 30-30 year. And he was trending in the right direction of winning – or not winning, but like going into the top tier of a, um, you know, gold glove, you know, type of center fielder. The guy's got a cannon for an arm. He can outrun the baseball. You know, there's very few guys that can just outrun the ball when they're stealing. Bad jump and then they're still safe. Jazz is one of them. Um, he's starting to understand game plans. And he's starting to understand what a winning player looks like. It's tough as a young player sometimes to come up and understand that you're trying to survive. You're trying to, you know, build your own brand or, you know, you know, become, you know, uh, an everyday guy, whatever it means. And, uh, and I think, you know, once you're understanding what a winning player looks like, and that's all you care about that day is to help your team win everything else is gravy. And uh, once you get a little taste of that postseason as well, um, then you know, like, I got to get back there. And that's really where you make your name, right, is in the postseason. So he, this kid plays 140, 150 games. Man, uh, you know, the Marlins are in a good spot. Skip, really appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the next uh, couple of months in Jupiter. Remember, I offered you Scottsdale. You declined. Yeah, so no. have, have a good spring training. We'll talk to you again, uh, you know, when the season gets started. All right. You guys are the best. Thank you very much. There he is. Buddy. Skip Schumacher, always the best.